You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Well, hello, Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? So, I'm very excited and nervous (laughs) to be bringing this podcast episode, mostly because I know that I'm going to step on some toes. And while I'm not afraid to step on toes, I want people who listen and hear me talk in this episode to be open, to be open to thinking differently about how they've always thought about things. I think that's where my nervousness comes from because I want you to be willing to entertain the possibility of seeing things from a different light. I know it's not an easy topic to talk about. I'm going to share in a bit, but I just wanted to put that out there. And I'm also very excited because next week I start a new position within the company that I'm working for and it's a little bit of a a bittersweet experience for me because I've been working in my current team and I've really just grown very comfortable and just I love the people that I work with so leaving them for six months it's kind of like going off to boarding school and while I'm not going to be working in an entirely new team because I'm a bit familiar with the folks who work in the new team that I'm going to be working on it's still just like wow now I have to go establish all these new relationships you know kind of figure out where I fit within that system as well So there's a lot going on and I'm happy all in all. I'm just excited. I don't have to do any more coursework for my master's in public health. This is the last phase and I'm just excited to be done this spring or in June, but I don't graduate till November, but that's okay. Okay, so today's podcast episode is kind of a caution to each and every one of us. As we start planning and thinking about the new year. So for some of you, you've probably established goals. Some of you are in the process of doing that. Some of you are in the process of like throwing your goals in the garbage and being like, whatever, it's all good. (laughs) This applies to everybody, whether you're thinking about goals or not, whether you're setting intentions, setting resolutions. I want to talk about the downside of self-improvement. And this is not to scare anybody, but it's more to just call your attention because I'm noticing something recently where, you know, if you're on social media or you're on TV or whatever, you'll see everywhere. It's like new year goals, how to achieve your goals, how to improve yourselves, all other things. Y'all know this. And for me, I intentionally chose not to talk about goals this year or this month. I might talk about it later in the year. Because the thing about goals, it's not that many of us don't want to set goals. It's not that we don't have goals. It's that for many of us, we lose momentum. For many of us, we don't know how. And then because we feel that we're at a disadvantage, we try to overcompensate with hard work. And when it doesn't work, we turn it against ourselves. We use the people who are succeeding as examples of why we cannot. And I really want us to stop that. Not because you shouldn't try. 
You absolutely do what works for you. But because this is not serving anybody. So for me, I think that a lot of us have this insatiable appetite for self-improvement. We want to be better. We want to do better. We want to improve. And that's absolutely fine. But you want to be really careful because what tends to happen is we get this hit of dopamine from a little bit of success and then we keep looking for the next best thing. So I've been talking recently with my clients and even when I was planning for the People Pleasing Detox workshop, I talked quite a bit on this quote that when you know better, you do better. And while there's a piece of that that's true, I beg to differ in that there are so many steps between knowing and doing that nobody really talks about. So knowing better doesn't automatically shift you into doing better. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. So if you've been thinking, well, why am I not doing better? This is your moment to just like breathe. There's nothing wrong with you. (laughs) You're just missing a few pieces. So when you think about knowing better, one of the things that I teach my clients is when you know something new, your brain does not automatically accept it. It's like when you're dieting and someone tells you dieting is not healthy, it's not helpful for you, it hurts you in the long term, but all you've known for years has been that I need to go on a diet to be healthy. Even the medical system pushes that, right? If you have high blood pressure, if you're diabetic, if you have you know, um, high cholesterol, The first thing the doctor is going to tell you or your medical practitioner most of the time is, oh, you need to cut down on your calories or cut down on your carbs. And you get into this cycle where you think the more I diet, the better I become. But that's not necessarily true because using your willpower and trying to do that to subject your body into lowering cholesterol, into lowering your blood sugars does not help you when you're consistently living in fear and scarcity, and anxiety. So I really want us to start thinking about when you know something better, it doesn't automatically become easy to change. Your brain is going to argue with you. You're going to sit in this state of dissonance (laughs) where you're confused. Today, you think you know what you knew. And then tomorrow, it's like, well, what if this is different? And that's where many of us struggle because what happens is that we will try to find evidence to prove that what we know is the truth. And this is why I'm saying we ought to stay open, right? That's why I gave that disclaimer in the beginning because if you're not open to thinking differently, then you really can't change. You're just going to try to find the actions that are going to help you to think that you're doing better. And that's why your habits don't become sustainable in the long run. That's why you fall back. You fall off the wagon. It's not because you don't know better. It's because, are you ready? You haven't become better. I know this for me, even just saying become better is kind of like, ugh, I don't want to say that. But just let's just go with the, the, the theme here. When you know better and then you sit in that dissonance where your brain is confused, you're not sure, and you start opening yourself to the possibility of maybe this new thing that I know is different. Your work then becomes, how do I start to incorporate this new information that I've learned? Who do I need to be to apply this new thing that I know? And that's going to cause you to think differently. That's going to cause you to start to feel differently. And then you start to do better, right? So it starts with knowing and then you be first and then you 
do. That's the missing piece. But what I see a lot of us struggle with is that because we don't get that piece, we think we just jump from knowing to doing, we start to look for free classes and we attend all these workshops and multiple things and we buy all the things, join the groups without really applying the knowledge that we're gaining. So then it's almost like you are a community, what's it called? Like we have a lake here where I live and it's not a natural lake, it's man-made. So water just keeps coming but never flows anywhere. And in this way, you just get clogged up. And in the spring, the lake tends to stink a lot because like dirt and stuff, ducks, you know, everything just goes and it just sits. It's not going anywhere. So it's not that, again, if we bring that to you, it's not that you don't know. It's just that you're not applying and you're not changing who you are. So then you wonder why aren't you doing better? So this is just your reminder to step back. Yes, people are setting goals. You might have goals. You might have intentions. You might have resolutions, whatever you want to call them. Notice your approach to those goals. Are they things that you think you're supposed to be doing? What is the feeling that you're hoping they'll give you when you achieve them? Because if you've heard me talk about goals, you know it's never about the goals. It's about who you become as you work towards those goals. So whether you achieve them or not, it doesn't matter. It is, have you changed? Who have you become? If you were to look at the growth, how have you changed? Are you still a seed or are you now a seedling, even though you're not the tree yet? Or are you the tree, but you haven't just born the fruit? Is that correct? <laughs> I think that's correct, right? You haven't borne the fruit yet. How much growth have you gone through as you work towards the goal? That's the important thing. And so I want to caution each and every one of us, pause with chasing after the next best thing. Pause from chasing after the self-improvement and doing better and really start to ask yourself, am I even being better? What have I done with all of the goals that I set in the past? What have I done with all the learnings, all the courses I've taken, all of the classes, all of the workshops? How much of that work have I applied? And how has that changed me? Because if you haven't changed, then pursuing more learning and more courses and more workshops is not going to change you. So you really want to sit in recognizing, oh, I haven't changed at all. And that's where you need to do the work. That's where you get to ask yourself, what is it going to take for me to start being this person? What is it going to take for me to be the person who actually does what she says she will do? What is it going to take for me to no longer struggle with food and body image? What is it going to take for me to be able to have boundaries? What is it going to take for me to be the mom who no longer yells? What is it going to take for me to be the woman who stops settling for less? What is it going to take? And you want to really sit with that and tune into your body, tune into your mind and listen to yourself because there's a lot of noise out there. And the only way to know what works for you is when you're in tune and in alignment with you and your values. And you're not going to know that if you're busy chasing the next best thing. To give you that dopamine hit to make you look like you're doing better, doing better here in quote, when you really aren't. So please, my friends, I'm very excited for you as you work towards your goal this year. I also want to encourage you to take a pause and really examine the path that you're wanting to take this year. 
Is it in alignment with who you want to be? Do you even know who you want to be? And if not, that's a great place to start. And then you want to start bringing in some behaviors like talking nicely to yourself, especially when you disappoint yourself because this is going to happen. Don't yell at yourself. Don't talk at yourself. You're not a kid. Even if you were a kid, you wouldn't be yelling at the kid. Talk nicely to yourself. Schedule moments of rest. Moments where you just sit and do absolutely nothing. (laughs) This is a tough one if you're so used to going. And I want to offer you a thought that there's no rush. I have a client that I'm working with I absolutely adore. And this one thought changed her life even before we started working together. I just shared it with her on a consult call. And that thought before we started coaching was phenomenal. So borrow that. There's no rush. And yes, you're going to have lots to do. Your to-do list is as long as God knows what. But guess what? The work never really ends. And you've been working hard to get through that to-do list and it hasn't worked. So what if you just take a few moments and rest and take care of yourself? How differently would you approach the year? Because at the end of the year, when December comes around, we want to look back and see that we've gone from the seed to maybe a shoot, to maybe a little plant, to maybe a tree. And who knows, you might be bearing some fruit, right? You want to see your growth and you want to marvel in how far you have come and how much you have changed. And then you're going to realize that as you became, you did better. That's the difference, my friends. I hope you have an amazing week ahead. I am so excited and I can't wait to chat with you next week. And until then, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.